0: Greetings dear learners, I am Faculty of Chemistry at SRH International School, Jaipur, Rajasthan. Today in this podcast, I will be explaining the topic, Coordination in Plants of Chapter 7, Control and Coordination of Grade 10th Science, NCERT. Animals have a nervous system for controlling and coordinating the activities of the body, but plants have neither a nervous system nor muscles. So how do they respond to stimuli? When we touch the leaves of a chwe-mui, the sensitive or touch-me-not plant of the mimosa family, they begin to fold up and droop. When a seed germinates, the root goes down, the stem comes up into the air. What happens? Firstly, the leaves of the sensitive plant move very quickly in response to touch. There is no growth involved in this movement. On the other hand, the directional movement of a seedling is caused by growth. If it is prevented from growing, it will not show any movement. So plants show two different types of movement, one dependent on growth and the other independent of growth. So let us talk about movement in plants. So these two types of movements in plants are tropic movements and gnostic movements. The tropic movements are directional movements towards or away from the stimulus and it depends on growth. They are of different types like phototropism, geotropism, chemotropism, hydrotropism. First is phototropism, phototropism is movement of plants in response to light. If it is towards light, it is called positive phototropism. For example, bending of shoot towards light. If it's away from the light, it is called negative phototropism. For example, bending of root away from light. Second is geotropism. This is the movement of plants In response to gravity, if it is towards gravity, it is called positive geotropism, for example, downward growth of roots. If it is away from gravity, it is called negative geotropism, for example, upward growth of a shoot. Third is chemotropism. It is a movement of plant in response to chemical stimuli, for example, growth of polar tubes towards the ovule. And last one is hydrotropism which is the movement of plants in response to water. So let us do the immediate response to stimulus. Let us think about the first kind of movement such as that of the sensitive plant. Since no growth is involved, the plant must actually move its leaves in response to touch. But there is no nervous tissue nor any muscle tissue? So, How does the plant detect the touch and how do the leaves move in response? If we think about where exactly the plant is touched and what part of the plant actually moves, it is apparent that movement happens at a point different from the point of touch. So, information that a touch has occurred must be communicated. The plants also use electrical and chemical means to convey this information from cell to cell. But unlike in animals, there is no specialized tissue in plants for the conduction of information. Finally, again as in animals, some cells must change shape in order for movement to happen. Instead of the specialized proteins found in animal muscle cells, Plant cells change shape by changing the amount of water in them, resulting in swelling or shrinking and therefore in changing shapes. Movement due to growth. Some plants like the pea plant climb up other plants or fences by means of tendrils. These tendrils are sensitive to touch. When they come in contact with any support, the part of the tendril in contact with the object does not grow as rapidly as the part of the tendril away from the object. This causes the tendril to circle around the object and thus cling to it. More commonly plants respond to stimuli slowly by growing in a particular direction. Because this growth is directional, it appears as if the plant is moving. So. Environmental triggers such as light or gravity will change the direction that plant parts grow in. These directional or tropic movements can either be towards the stimulus or away from it. So, in two different kinds of phototropic movement, shoots respond by bending towards the light while roots respond by bending away from the light. Plants show tropism in response to the other stimuli as well. The roots of a plant always grow downwards while the shoots usually grow upwards and away from the earth. This upward and downward growth of shoots and roots respectively in response to the pull of earth or gravity is obviously geotropism. If hydro means water and chemo refers to chemicals, what would hydrotropism and chemotropism mean? So, this already I have told you that uh, uh, this is related to the water as well as chemical. Now, let us think about how information is communicated in the bodies of multicellular organisms. The movement of the sensitive plant in response to touch is very quick, the movement of sunflower in response to day or night, on the other hand, is quite slow. Growth-related movement of plants will be even slower. Even in animal bodies, there are carefully controlled directions to growth. Our arms and fingers grow in certain directions, not haphazardly. So controlled movements can be either slow or fast. If fast responses to stimuli are to be made, information transfer must happen very quickly. So, for this, the medium of transmission must be able to move rapidly. Electrical impulses are an example and very excellent means for this. But there are limitations to the use of electrical impulses. Firstly, they will reach only those cells that are connected by the nervous tissue, not each and every cell in the animal body. Secondly, once an electrical impulse is generated in a cell and transmitted, The cell wall takes some time to reset its mechanisms before it can generate and transmit a new impulse. In other words, cells cannot continuously create and transmit electrical impulses. It is thus no wonder that most multicellular organisms use another means of communication between cells, namely chemical communication. So if instead of generating an electrical impulse, Stimulated cells release a chemical compound. This compound would diffuse all around the original cell. If other cells around have the means to detect this compound using special molecules on their surfaces then they would be able to recognize information and even transmit it. This will be slower of course but it can potentially reach all cells of the body regardless of nervous connections and it can be done steadily and persistently these compounds or hormones used by multicellular organisms for control and coordination show a great deal of diversity as we would expect. So, different plant hormones help to coordinate growth, development and responses to the environment. They are synthesized at places away from where they act and simply diffuse to the area of action. So there are many examples And uh, one of the plant hormones are gibberellins which like auxins help in the growth of the stem. Cytokinins promote cell division and it is natural then they are present in greater concentration in areas of rapid cell division such as fruits and seeds. Now when we were talking about that growing plants that detect light, a hormone called auxin is synthesized at the shoot tip. Helps the cells to grow longer. When light is coming from one side of the plant, oxygen diffuses towards the shady side of the shoot. This concentration of oxygen uh, uh, auxin stimulates the cells to grow longer on the side of the shoot, which is away from light. Thus, the plant appears to bend towards light. So, that's all for today. Thank you. Bless you all. Stay safe.